Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. You are, we are broadcasting to you from a dirty floor in the Dallas airport. That's right. Yeah, because Greg didn't wouldn't let me go record in a restaurant because that might be too loud. And you're the sound guy, and you dictate sound. <laughs> oh, sorry. Welcome, welcome, Greg Hunter. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I'm really happy and and honored to be here in a slightly quieter place than a bar. Sorry. I didn't want a bar. You, I want a restaurant. Had, you could have had the the background restaurant. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, it, we're, in, we're, clinking. we're in Rachel's favorite place. Subtle conversation here yeah, and there. But now... A server coming up to say, can I refill your wine glass? Or would you like a charcuterie plate? Sorry. It's okay. I, I respect that you, uh, you wanted to get the best sound. So sorry if you guys are hearing some background noise from the airport. We are um, on a layover in between uh, Colorado Springs and Palm Springs. And uh, we, we decided... Yesterday evening on our last uh, night in Colorado to enjoy time with friends as opposed to record a podcast. And so that's why we're doing it here. And I feel good about the fact that we enjoyed time with friends yesterday because we did the coolest thing. It truly was. Okay. Do you guys know what rando nautica is? I know you can't talk back right now. I told, Well, you can. You could. You can yell at your phone, your, your radio, whatever. If they don't know... They're about to find out. Yes. So I heard about this on um, uh, fellow Morbid Podcast Network podcasters, that spooky podcast. Um, I don't even remember. I've, I've tried to think of why they were talking about it. Maybe they were telling the story of the teenagers who found a uh, dead body. Yeah. While using the app. Yes. And it wasn't like a publicity stunt from the app because the app truly, they were like very apologetic <laughs> be, be about it. hot water if it was. I mean, that's a hell of a PR team. They, well, we committed murder. Well, I don't know. I mean, remember that thing I was telling you about? Now we're going off track, but um, that they were talking about on the uh, on Morbid's actual podcast that uh, TikTok account where oh, that the, was creepy. Where they yeah, so it was like this guy. So I'll briefly tell you about that. That so it was like this guy who um, was filming himself just doing really creepy stuff. You never saw his face. You would maybe see his hands, which were all like cut up. And then he would be, like, dragging a really heavy suitcase, for example, at night. Just leaking a suspicious red like gooey liquid. Yep. Like it was leaking blood. Yeah. And then another... So he put all these TikToks up. And the, the TikTok account was called something like, you should Please be... Please stop me from doing this or something. No, no. It was like, you shouldn't be watching this. But, that, uh, okay. but he was doing random hashtags like that. Like, why is no one stopping me? Please yeah. stop me. Like... And then there would be another video of him, like, burying something. And then one where he was throwing the suitcase over a bridge into a body of water. Just, like, really creepy. So all these videos were up, and then one day they just all got deleted. So, anyways. Suspect. Yeah. So so when, when uh, I heard about that, I was like, it's very possible it's, like, a promo for a new horror movie. But then you were like, I don't think that would be, like, legal, would it? It's not that I think it would be illegal. It's just that it was so well done and also so deranged that, like, it'd be hard to connect it to uh, a, an upcoming movie. Like, it, it was just so random and, and weird. I don't like, know. I think it could be. I think it easily could have been that. Because I mean, that would be a great you, publicity stunt for a movie. Yeah. Like, doing a fake account, you know, and it's like a serial killer, supposedly. Maybe I was meant to be in PR because I think that's brilliant. Well, I'm just saying that 
it's doubtful that the Randall Nautica people hired a PR team that yeah, committed no. murder and then hid the body for someone to go find while using the app as a publicity stunt. Well, no, but they could have just like staged, like pretended like that. But it's it was real. Oh, so the body was fake. No, it was real. So let me explain. So that so they so basically these like teenagers and so what Randall Nautica does it. You basically set an intention. It was intended for people to get out of the house, maybe uh, more so during like COVID or whatever. And it was intended to just kind of get you looking at the world differently or, you know, moving around walking places. And so basically you... Compel you to go on an adventure. Exactly. Yes, very much so. quantum entropy. Uh, You lost me. Well, that's what they say. They say that they use quantum entropy, which is basically saying that with the combination of their random algorithm that's just randomly picking a set of coordinates mm-hmm. it the app saying that the science believes that with your intention involved mm-hmm. that your energetic thoughts have an effect on the random yeah um algorithm and you get different uh, well, options to pick of I like think how too it, it works yeah but i think too it's like playing into the fact that like you know, it's your perception. So, like, if, you know, if you you see what you want to see. Certainly. Um, so, so basically, so, yeah, so you set an attention and then you say, like, I want to go 2,000 meters or this, you know. Um, and then you arrive at that location. So, the, these kids, they did. It was, like, I think it might have been, like, Seattle or something. It took them to um, this, like, a body of water. And there was um, a suitcase laying on... Uh, these rocks and the actual direct point that it said to go to was like right where that suitcase was so like they dared one of them dared the one of the other girls to like go down there and she went down there and it was a dead body in a suitcase and they called the cops and blah 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 so the app's not intended to find dead bodies however if that's your intention you just might well okay so the first time we tried it and we did it so we did it uh at night the first time well we did it last night too but the first time we tried it i really wanted to see a ghost and i don't know if you listened to last week's episode but i was talking about how greg's property definitely has some sort of like haunted aspect to it look up the ludlow massacre yeah and uh so me and greg and his friend chris decide to go on this chris little- creed <laughs> We decided to go on this rando nautica adventure together to find a ghost. Yes. Or spirits or or anything. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to pick it up from here? Sure. So basically like the way that you initiate the app um it, it asks you uh, a couple of questions, gives you a prompt like do you want to choose a void an an, an attractor attractor or an anomaly? Yeah. And so th- it's it's unclear what these buttons even mean, but... We chose Anomaly because it was Ghost. Yeah, and it, like I said, the app doesn't really state it, and it's kind of unclear, but it kind of determines how the random uh, coordinate generator works. Yeah. So anyhow, you pick a few of these random um, options, you set your intention, and then you get to choose a uh, radius at which, like, from the point you're at, yeah. The point that you're going to find won't be farther than. So you can choose like one mile. It goes up to six miles. Yeah. And you can do it in meters too if you're... And your property is what? How many acres? 35 acres. Okay. Well, 70 acres if you include my dad's plot. Okay. So 
So we, we choose ghost and it's telling us to, we keep kind of climbing higher and higher on the property. So it's flat and then it goes up to this yeah. rugby rock. There's um, a thousand feet of elevation change on my property. It goes from 6,000 feet above sea level to 7,000. And yeah. at the back of the property, uh, the Colorado Rocky Mountain Plateau starts. So it like starts going up like 300 feet yeah. in less than 30. It, so it's quite the incline. So we're going up into the canyon and there's a lot of thick, Pinion trees. Yeah. So, and also, I must know, it, it snowed the, on the property, I don't know, before we got there, but it was uh, sunny right, for like yeah. days leading up. So, the, uh, most of the snow had melted, but there would be just like random little patches little of- patches of snow yeah. that, that kind of glows even, you know, after the sun sets and at twilight and it'll, it'll glow off the moon. Yeah. And so, and it was a huge, it was a full moon out too. Just so we were, and we were not really using much of a light. Like we were, I guess when we were kind of, you know, going through like the, cause there's cactus and stuff, we were mostly going by the light of the moon. But when we got to our point that it said for us to go to, all of us kind of just like went into a trance and fixated on this tree area. And let me just tell you, it was not a patch of the glowing snow because we confirmed that it was just a thick patch of trees. And we all like, I didn't, I didn't want to say it at first. Like I was like, you guys are going to think I'm just like trying to see (laughs) something. And we're all staring. And then Chris goes, you guys see that? We were like, yeah, that glowing, like not orb. It was like, Mist almost. Yeah. Well, there were, there were two of them, but like one of There was of, one kind of larger blob to the uh, southeast, and then there was one more that was like uh, more of an apparition. Like it kind of had human figure esque. Like, and it felt head like that one kind of body was like almost like uh, pulsating towards us. Like it didn't yeah. look like it was like coming straight for us, but I kind of felt like it was like moving Pulsating's in and out. A good, a good, it's like maybe if the right, light was getting brighter and more dim it feels like it's making progress forward or something but it yeah. definitely seemed to have a animated quality to oh, it oh yeah and the suddenness of us all so you know we're aimlessly trotting around in the dark by only the light of the moon and we're looking at our phone oh and we f- made sure to turn off the flashlight on our phone so we could just look so we weren't like manipulating the light with our flashlight yeah well i'm just saying that like it kind of happens we're we're walking around looking at the randomly generated coordinates so we've got you know an actual GPS location that we're looking at our phone. It's like we're getting closer and we're kind of spinning in circles almost. Just like, mm-hmm. is it is it five feet this way, six feet yeah. this way? And then we kind of turn around and we're all looking up the mountainside and it's just like, Chris, yes, what is that? And all of us kind of notice at the same yeah. time. And then it and got eerie enough that Creed started immediately praying. I was gonna say like he he and he's like a, he's like a big dude. He's 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 older than us too. He's like yeah. he's lived, you know. He uh, he he. I think he he genuinely got kind of freaked out, and he's like, "I don't want to mess with that kind of thing." Like, yeah, his fear was palpable, which which kind of propelled mine into like when Creed started praying out loud. That's when I was like, "Oh, this is this is scaring him. This is scaring me. This is this is scaring Rachel. We should." But it wasn't really scaring me. I was weird. <laughs> I mean, sure, but it was like <laughs> I was literally like I want to okay. keep looking at it. You know, it's. But we all felt something in our body too. Like, oh, we just we we all saw that. We all saw it at the same time. We all feel that this is something. And so we would shine our flashlight on or in the direction of the glowing mist, if you will, and then it would vanish. Mm-hmm. So we had a flashlight and our cell phone lights, and whenever we would shine it over there, it didn't want to be on Instagram. It was, it gone. was like. 
and it and it and it was probably an old miner, or maybe it was like because it was this was a stop off for some Native Americans. They were just like, we're not into this. We just want to hunt and drink mead and <laughs> dig for gold. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was like something left over, like not a human ghost, like it could could have been interdimensional dust, could've or been. like yeah, a fart from 1914 that's just. You're still so floating gross. there. God, you're so gross. It's probably it yours. Just, <laughs> it just didn't seem to have uh, enough personality. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was definitely something. Okay, so that's our ghost one. But then last night, I mean, oh. last night was quite the adventure and also a little bit stupid. I uh, could be a lot of it stupid. Yeah. I mean, luckily <laughs> there was no murders, but I mean, it was like... It was... I, we were in a Kia, so a, just a small car. Mm-hmm. There was five of us. And we were asking for it. And we, 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 well, first of all, we went on a private property, I think. There was a gate and everything. And I was like, ah, the, the, the app says to just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was private property or more like state owned or. Regardless, it was. It wasn't telling us, "Hey, come here." But I was. Oh, like, it was not inviting. There was it. a closed cattle gate with a chain around it that didn't have a lock on it. So we took so, that as. So there you go. Since it's possible. It was welcoming. It's yeah, you know. So yeah, so we go and we're we're driving. So pretty quickly, we're driving straight up the mountain here. But we're on. Um, I wouldn't even call it like a logging road, um, which I, that that's my terminology for all roads like that because my dad's a logger. But uh, it. It, it started out as a road and then very quickly went into not a, a road. hiking trail, a hiking trail, huge rocks, uh, like shrubs. Uh, again, we're in Nakia. There's a cliff on one side, but we just keep going, going up, 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 up. And that Greg and I offered to get out of the car and just be like, I was like, maybe we should just go run up and just like check and see if we should keep going. Cause like, what if we can't turn around? It was a narrow road. Well, I'm certain that. Everybody in that car at one point or another wanted to turn around. And oh, if it yeah. wasn't for each individual in the car, just at different points in time, having the courage, like, but we're just a, just a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So we're all collectively pushing each other like, well, we've gone this far. Well, we've gone this far. Yeah. And so, Luke did a great job when he, we finally did turn around. But it was not, it wasn't a road. It was well, we, barely a road that a monster truck should go up. I mean, it wasn't it was a road. It was certainly not a road that It was a, a road that no should car go should go up any longer. Yeah. I think that that was cleared out 20 to 30 years ago. Yeah. For one project, and it hasn't been used. Yeah. Very much at all, if ever, since. Yeah. And uh, the craziest thing was, though, like, so, like, this, like Rachel said, it started out as a road, like a gravel road, and then it kind of went to, like, a dusty trail where... You know, you can see where the tire ruts are. And then it's just, like, open field. Like, it's just grass. Like, the only but reason... But it's still... It's, like, it is still kind of a road cut out into the mountain. But yeah, it you was know where the road was because, like, literally, like, it was cut out of the mountain. Stuff. Yeah. But there was these road signs. Like, traditional... You know, you'd see them in every street in America. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, there's no concrete, no gravel deciding these roads. Then, boom, you cut them up. And, like, literally, there's a metal pole with two green street signs. Like, this is Parson Way. Yep. And Saddle Ridge Lane, and it's like, well, okay, that that was encouraging. I think that's what kept us like, let's let's keep going. Yeah, they want us here. Yeah, and so we go up. We what was our intention again? Haunted treasure. Okay, yeah, yeah. We started out with buried treasure, but then we didn't want to dig, and then you wanted to find ghosts, so we just saw, we we settled on haunted treasure. Yeah, 
Okay, so we didn't like we didn't see a ghost up there. We did see like so a place I'd like to go back to during the day though it looked like it was oh, going to be an awesome yeah. view. But what was weird is on our way home randomly we just kept seeing white animals cross in front of the car. Bright white animals. Preface by Luke having a story about how he saw an albino buck. Yep. On a drive cross country long ago. Sw- and then swear to god a white animal crossed in front yeah. of us. And then we saw another completely white-coated dog. Yeah. yeah. It was a little strange. Ah, you completely skipped but, but us <laughs> finding the spot, though. Oh, yeah. Well, we did. I said so it looked drive, like a cool view. We drive five miles away from my ranch into the mountains, up a mountain, go through a cattle gate on a property we don't know of as public or private without Mm -hmm. permission, drive until the road turns from gravel to dirt, from dirt to just grass, and you can't even see where the road is, so we had to literally start walking up to make sure the car could still go straight until we got to a point where the car could not go straight anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we all got out of the car, walked farther up this mountainside on our own, hiked up a little ravine. I mean, that was a little daunting. Yeah. Go and going up. back down it, though, was actually even scarier, though, yeah. where I'm just, like, sliding down the Pretty hill. loose rock. Yeah. We go up, get on the trail to go to the summit of this mountain, walk all the way to the summit, found this random white pillar mm-hmm. that we found was just a property marker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a survey. But we're, we're seeing a lot of weird white things in the dark. Yeah, and then when we went further to the the actual point, one, we saw paw prints mm-hmm. that were likely mountain lion. I would be way more afraid of that than I was a ghost. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. want to get torn up by a mountain lion. A ghost I can deal with. Certainly. I would have much rather encountered a, a ghost than a mountain lion up there. But those paw prints couldn't have been older than 24 hours. I mean, the mud was still yeah, relatively wet. But also this view on the other side of the mountain of the valley looking down, lit by the moon glow. Uh-huh. Was was a treasure indeed. Yeah, I just think it's cool. You guys should try it. Honestly, one of the other um, one of the other times I did I did it by myself when I was in La Quinta before I went to Colorado, and um, of course my intention was you know am I gonna you know make lots of money and am I on the right path or whatever, and so I I walk uh, outside of the gate of um, where my my parents live and. Go across the street and there, so across the street from us, there's a big golf course and they're, they've been building this like huge project where it's going to be like uh, outdoor shopping. Then they had like, they have, uh, they're building like an amphitheater. They're building like these homes. They're making this whole cool thing. Well, I couldn't see what the progress was because there was like a, a large fence in front of it. So I'm, I, you know, I walk over there and I, uh, I'm like, oh, it just took me to this like point where i'm just looking at this fence and i decide to just peer over the fence and literally directly in front of me was the newly built amphitheater like outdoor performance thing and i was like how symbolic i was like i think that's telling me to not that i can do stand up now because uh, no touring really um but that keep doing that and also uh, hopefully some more like live podcasts and live stuff eventually podcasts. so yeah it was it was cool i i mean i recommend this app i mean Hopefully you don't find a dead body, but hopefully you have some sort of Unless adventure. that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And they have, a, they have like a Reddit page where people um, post like, they'll randomly, someone will say like, oh, I, my intention is dog. And they found a stray dog on them and then 
Wow. Yeah, like crazy stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we're not going to podcast super long because um, I want um, food. And uh, is there anything else we wanted to talk about besides our cool random knot and, and encouraging you guys to do it? Get out of the house. Get yourself distracted from that um, whole horrible, scary, looming election that's going on. That was also like half the reason why it was like hard to get in a headspace to podcast where I was just like, the world feels real weird right now. Yeah. And um, it'll yeah. feel better if you're out in nature. Yeah. Well, the, I highly recommend the Randonaut. Randonautica. Really cool. There's actually, make sure it's Randonautica. There are two apps and Randonaut has tried to hijack the success of Randonautica. Yeah. Another cool thing that we that we've encountered uh, on the ranch was just that everything was just sort of like we were. I was meant to go uh, to Colorado. I feel to you know get out of just constantly working and just being stuck in the house and you know being in nature and stuff. And like so many like just cool sort of like mystical things happen. Like even just seeing the horses. So there's like these. They're not wild horses, but other people that live nearby don't really fence in their four horses well one of them is a wild mustang and it yeah it just hops that their fence yeah so it will randomly like you'll just randomly hear like uh like a, a neigh from a horse or just like <laughs> yeah some like the sounds of them walking but you can't quite see where they are um, we've also seen them at night and so uh i was like was it i was like taking an outdoor shower and they were basically like just happened upon me and i was yeah. like that's crazy and then you and i went and uh went and kind of like followed them and all of a sudden they like just broke off into this like beautiful like wild Full horse run gallop. Yeah. yeah it was spectacular honestly like i never felt more just that one with nature kind of you know like yeah. that's a scene from 500 years ago oh yeah every time i'm on like i'm on your ranch or like even in that area i feel like i'm in an old western like i can like it's it's like such a cool vibe of like you can just picture you know, cowboy and Indian fights. Oh, yeah. like, you can just picture what they went right down there. here. It's right off the Santa Fe Trail. And that's definitely the ghost we saw. If you're looking for a Western set for your upcoming feature film, <laughs> ask Rachel okay. to tell me. All right. Sounds good. Okay, let's go eat. I just wanted to update you and just say what's up. And we just wanted to distract you from the craziness going on in the world. And just wanted to tell you, I haven't, haven't forgotten about you. I love you. Go Randonautica. Randonautica. Go Randonautica. Yeah. Download the Randonautica app. And DM me, DM me what you discover, actually. I really want to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so DM me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Like, I can't wait to hear your stories. Actually, maybe I'll do it, a follow-up episode where if you guys email email me what you discover. And, Randonautica. Yeah. And if, maybe a photo, if, I, if it's, like, photo-worthy. Um, yeah, email me at info at racheloobriancomedy.com because I would love to hear stories and maybe we'll, uh, we'll all compare notes. So yeah. All right. Perfect. Let's go eat some food. Bye guys.